everyone, welcome to the KidCast. So this episode is with the gorgeous Farin. So Farin and I talk all about how she's gone from one child to two. She's got two gorgeous boys. Um, but also in the midst of that, her husband works away. So he does time away completely away from her and the children on a, in a different country. And then what, that, what life is like with that versus what life is like when he's back home. And we talk a lot about regaining your identity after you've had a child. Also about finding yourself after having two children and how different that is to having one. I know I struggled a lot with identity after having Bella and still do. It is still a constant battle, but Farron talks about this so well and so open and honestly. So I hope you all enjoy. life right now okay Xander's so. eight weeks yes Lorenz three yes what, what's that like intense yeah not what I thought it was gonna be but not for the reasons that I thought Go on. so everybody told me obviously to expect Lorenz's behavior to change and just life as you know it is gonna yeah. be completely different which is totally true but Lorenz's behavior hasn't changed towards anybody but me Oh, okay. So he's still loving, still caring and so amazing with Xander, but I feel like he is pushing all of his emotions to me, probably because I'm his safe space and he thinks that I'm maybe the one pushing him out as opposed to it being Xander. So I was concerned that he was going to be maybe boisterous with him or kind of vocalise and say, oh, you know, when's he going back? Yeah. That did come, that did crop up in the first couple of days, but it, like, we were just like, yeah. he's not going back, he's staying now. And he's like, okay. So now the minute he walks through the door, he's like, where's my Zandy? Mm. Doesn't want to see me, doesn't want to hug me, won't let me put him to bed unless Zander's there. Oh, wow. Which is lovely, mm. exactly what I want. But then I'm thinking, oh no, like what I want, mummy, you know what I mean? Like I was always his favourite, so yeah. I feel like... Yeah, that that has been tough just emotionally on me. Yeah. Probably also mixed with a hormone yeah. situation. <laughs> of chaos. chaos. Yeah, chaos. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I think that that's been the biggest thing because I don't want to shout at him, not that I'm shouting, but I don't want to discipline him because I'm already getting pushback from him. So mm-hmm. then I'm I'm like between a rock and a hard place because I'm I'm trying to like tailor his behaviour so that we're we're in like a consistent routine again and mm-hmm. we're used to life as a four as opposed to a three. Yeah. But then when he's being like cold with me or he's saying, Mummy, go away, it I'm a bit like oh, taken aback by Yeah, I don't know how to it's a whole new level of parenting that I've not yeah. unlocked yet and didn't think I was ever gonna have to. I was prepared to deal with oh, don't be nasty to your baby brother. Yeah. And now I'm like, don't be nasty to mummy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. So I feel like, yeah, so yeah. that has been, that's been hard, but that that's completely been like overridden by all of the nice moments, but that's just the the back of the, yeah, yeah the back of the thought process. Um, apart from that, Carl, yeah. my partner, works offshore. So he works on the oil rigs. Yeah, should have thought about this before I had kids with him. <laughs> So wow. he does two two weeks on, two weeks off, two weeks on, four weeks off. 
So actually, okay. it's not it's not so bad in the long run because we we probably get more quality time than most families who have the typical yeah. like Monday to Friday dad comes home five o'clock yeah. tea time and then it's bedtime. So you know it's massively got ben- in fact the benefits are insane. You yeah. know we do have four weeks of dad doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. He's with the kids. 24 yeah, that seven. sounds fantastic. It's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. It's just that initial, oh, I'm on my own. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do now? And I think, I mean, he's going to listen to this and his head's going to go yeah. massive. <laughs> but he does so much yeah. and he's so brilliant with them yeah. that when he does go, those first three days, I'm almost like, I don't yeah. know what to do. I can't be a mum. Like I don't a know. new mum all over again. Like literally, yeah. I feel like I have to retune my life every two weeks. If that makes sense, and massively, I think what's really difficult about it is nobody understands it because it, it's just so atypical to a normal household that people do go like obviously when I tell my mum and dad and whatever and friends they're like oh yeah you know God that must be so hard but the actual reality of it. It comes with so much that's different to everybody else's life that it's hard to kind of offload onto people yeah. because you you get sympathy but you don't get empathy. I think that's probably yeah. the the bottom line. Yeah. They go like, God, that's so hard. Like, take my hat off to you. Don't know how you do it. Yeah. But actually, like the day to day, no, you don't know how I do. It. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for a minute saying I'm superwoman because I'm not. There's people who do it on their own and don't have that yeah. time when the dad does come home, but even just dealing with the emotions of Lorraine, like explaining dad's gone to work, like you've had your dad for 14 days or 28 days nonstop. They are best friends. He's a shadow. I get completely pushed to the side when dad's home, which is fine. I love that. But then when he goes, Lorraine becomes a different child for a couple of days as well because he's like, oh, daddy's gone back to work and Carl's FaceTiming. And he completely shuts him out. He doesn't want to look on FaceTime. It, I think that's just what, his way of yeah. dealing with it. Loren kind of goes, don't want to talk to you for a couple of days. You've left me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just going to pretend that that's not happened. And then after a couple of days, he settles into it. And he's like, where's Daddy? He wants to FaceTime, wants to talk to him. And then the day he's coming home, you've never seen excitement like it. <laughs> like, it's insane. Mm. So, yeah, I think that that in itself has got its own challenges. And I'd felt like I'd cracked it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd cracked it with Loren. Um, I actually sometimes say that it's easier when I'm on my own because you'll probably get this. I think every mum listening will get it. When you're on your own and you don't have somebody else to put your stress onto or to go, I'm just going to go and get a shower. Can you watch the baby? You You just do it. You don't even contemplate getting a shower because you've got no... You've got no choice. So you don't put makeup on because, or you don't think about putting makeup on because you don't have time to put makeup on. But when somebody else is there, you almost feel entitled. So you're like, can you just watch the kids whilst I'm getting a shower? Oh no, love, I'm just going to golf. Why are you going to golf? Like, and you get that rage and then I do it. And then I think to myself, but if you weren't here, I wouldn't have even asked for that. Worried about it. It wouldn't have even entered my head or... I'm just gonna go and get my nails done. I probably wouldn't have even thought about getting my nails done because it wasn't it wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. So then I feel like I take it out on Carl and it's not his fault at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, massively. So yeah, we've I think over the course of our relationship, I've probably gone through phases of like having to understand 
being the wife of a man that works offshore and there, there isn't really a community in Liverpool of people who yeah. have partners who work offshore there's there probably is the odd person but it's not like a a normal no. thing so I don't really have anyone that I can be like does that happen to you <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. or do you get that and how does that work in your household like is there a way that I can maybe understand it better or I don't have that the yeah. only person I have to talk about that with is Carl which is massively one-sided yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean I think and while I'm listening to you there, I think there are similarities between Steve and I and you and Carl yeah only because at this moment in time Steve works two jobs okay so he works an employed job right and he's also a PT so, right gosh so like I literally was only talking to my friend about this today like I know it sounds ridiculous, but like, when when does Amber get time? For yeah. Amber, because where where do I fit in yeah, all of this? If he's working, because his his employee job is shift work as okay. well, so it's either oh, seven a.m. till three, three till eleven, or eleven p.m. to seven a.m. Oh god. So he fits his clients around that pattern. Yeah. So when we wake up, nine times out of ten, it's just me and Bella. Yeah. We then get ready for work, school, school yeah. whatever it is. That rush. She goes wherever. I then am at work. Yeah. I then pick her up. Yeah. Is then just usually me and Bella doing tea okay. and bath and play and whatever. And then if we're lucky, still come in as she's fallen asleep. Right. And then So it is a, a one um, man yeah. A one man band. A little bit, yeah. And then it must be hard as well, because I have gone through this and Carl would probably sit and say the same thing, similar to what you're saying yeah. with Steve. You wanna be a supportive partner and you wanna be like yeah. you know, you're you're doing so amazing and God, it is so tough working two jobs yeah. in Carl's instance. I can't even imagine. bear to imagine, never mind being offshore on an oil rig in the middle of the sea, but getting on that helicopter, like leaving my family, going on an hour and a half helicopter ride. Sorry, no, I've got two yeah. kids. Uh, don't don't put me on a helicopter. Yeah. I couldn't even do that. Yeah. But in the midst of parenting and life, I'm not thinking about how great you are. I'm thinking... What about me? And, you know, I'm a mom and I'm a full-time mom, but I'm also running a business and I'm also running a household and I'm also trying to be a, a daughter, a friend, a sister, did it all of this. But in his head, he's going, yeah, but I'm away from my family for two weeks, working 12-hour shifts, 14 days straight, with no friends around me. I can't just nip to the pub. I can't just go to the gym. No grief. But neither of us can ever understand each other's situation because we'll yeah. never be in it. I'll never go offshore and he'll never be a stay-at-home dad running a business, yeah. running a household. So we're so going to put that's heads. That's honestly what <laughs> I used to say to each other over and over. You don't understand how hard I work. Yeah, yeah but you don't understand yeah. how hard it is. And then you just hate each other and, and you don't want to. Yeah, and you go through that back and forth and back and forth totally. and back and forth. Yeah, I know I can. I it's do get, so it's, hard. Obviously, he is here. Yeah, yeah. I see him in bed yeah. every night. How's your day, love? Hi, <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I mean, aside from that, yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It, it, it and is. it is so hard because I, I feel like my reflection time is when he goes away. So then when he's away, I think, God, I've just been an absolute crank. So he, he's, he's just been, he's been at home for eight days. Mm-hmm. So he's normally home for two weeks. But so Xander was born, Carl come home, didn't take paternity leave. He, he would come home on the Wednesday and I went into labour that night. Mm-hmm. So I think my body was just like... Relax. Daddy's home. Yeah. We can come now. Yeah. Alexander was like, I'm, "I'm on my way." So I gave birth at ten a.m. the next day. Yeah. So Carl come home from two weeks offshore to being a dad to two immediately, which is really intense. Anyway, yeah. hadn't spent any one-on-one time with Lorraine. 
then had me kind of postpartum, a new baby in the mix. So he stayed home for five weeks instead of his four. So we took an extra week off. And then he went offshore and he was only going to go away for a week. So I was like, that's perfect because that'll break me in in. just enough. Yeah. And it'll let him, you know, go back to work and and be Carl again and then come home. It's enough time to miss us and whatever. And when he was offshore, they rang, he rang me and he was like, oh, they've asked me to do six days overtime. What do you think? And I was like, things are going okay. You know, I can do it. And he was like, are you sure? Because I will just come home. And I was like, do you know what? It's your job we can't just live in this bubble where you're going to always be home and I'm going to be able to call on you whenever I need you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to figure it out. So you stay. So that meant that that extra six days, eight into his two weeks home. Mm-hmm. So he's, he literally just went back yesterday after eight days, which felt like it went by in a flash. But I feel like we were not arguing with each other, but he in his eight days, he's got to catch up with his mom. He's got to see his friends. It was one of his friends' birthdays, so they had a night out. Yeah. The Liverpool match was on. Yeah. You know, he wanted to spend time with us. He wanted to spend one-on-one time with Loren, one-on-one time with Xander, time with the family. You can't do that in eight days. And then there's me, but I need to go and see my clients. I haven't had my hair done since I've had Xander. I haven't had my nails done. I just want to nip into town with my mum without the kids. Can I just go for a coffee? Mm-hmm. You know, and so... We, we we didn't argue at all, but there was times where I was just like, God, you get back on that rig. Yeah. And he was probably thinking, I can't wait <laughs> to get back on that rig. <laughs> so now that he's gone and it's only, it's only been a day, but today I've thought to myself, oh, I wish I could go back to that week and just really take in having us home as a family. But life yeah. just doesn't allow for that. Yeah. You know, we're all trying to, it's a whole new normal being a family of four and also a family of four that is in the house with each other. 24-7 like I work from home yeah. Carl doesn't work when he's home Loren has only just gone from one day in nursery to three days mm-hmm. so we were in the house with each other oh, a long time every day and it, so it's, imagine your house every weekend every single day that's what my house is like yeah. what are we doing today Loren wakes up now and not not as entitled but wakes up what where are we going today the zoo can we go to the safari park Mm -hmm. can we go to jungle gym what about soft play can we go to smith's because that's been his life yeah because when carl's home we can do those do whatever we want on a monday tuesday whatever but now that my business has taken off and loren's now in school we're now trying to adjust to a routine so like getting loren up is never this child sleeps until 10 o'clock. Yeah. We're getting him up at half seven. I don't want to go to school today. <laughs> well, he'll go to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that, yeah. even that in itself, you know, yeah. like all of these challenges, which are probably day-to-day challenges, but we've never had to, we've never had to deal with them no. alongside having a newborn. So here we are. We're okay. We're surviving. <laughs> We got through it. We got through it. So, yeah, Xander's two months... He's eight weeks old tomorrow. Loren's in school three days a week. Carl's back for two weeks. When he's home, he's home for a month. So that kind of always gets me through. I feel like these two weeks I can go, you know what, we're going to have a really nice month together. Me and Carl have booked in our first night away. On our own, we're going to go to Chester. So that'll be really nice to just... I've got things to look forward to and I can kind of like decompress when I'm having a tough time and just go... It's not going to be forever. We can, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and he's having the time of his life on the rig. <laughs> he's like 12 hour sleeps, 12 hour shifts. <laughs> God, love it. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's kind of where we're up to. Um, we're surviving. 
So support network wise, yes. Who do you have here when Carl's not here? Yes, who, I am. Who in, can you call upon? I am incredibly blessed. I'll probably even tear up and get emotional when yeah. I talk no, about what? it because our like our friendship circle is like our family. So. Yeah. I am originally from Crosby, so I all my family and my kind of friendship group are Crosby, Formby, Southport. Yeah. We live in Chilwall, so Carl's family and all his friends are, well, he's originally from West Derby, so that's so, good. Yeah, so yeah. I'm kind of, I've been picked up and put, I know it sounds like I've moved to a foreign country, but I feel like I've completely just I know, I get it. Yeah, uprooted, yeah. Yeah. but I am so lucky because... Carl's mum lives around the corner, so she helps massively with yeah. with both of us. She's kind of always around whenever I need anything. Mm-hmm. My mum is absolute angel. Put out days down in work, not for me, <laughs> but <laughs> I utilise that. Yeah. So she is. Um, she works three days a week, so she's off on a Thursday and Friday, and she's started having the rent overnight on a Wednesday. Oh, nice. So that's just a massive. Even for him, just to have that one on one time with nanny is like insane. Yeah. Um, my dad's got his own business and he's quite flexible so he's always about if we need him but our friendship circle is just like no other like I can't even explain like we're all it, it's literally like one big family we just say if we could all just live in a house together yeah. life would big be brother. yeah it would be insane yeah. some of them have got kids some of them haven't but I know for a fact if I called and it's so my friends are amazing as in my my best friends mm-hmm. who live Formby and Southport but obviously it's really difficult for them to just nip nip around it's 40 minutes away for them so we kind of when Carl's away that they say anything you need we're always going to be here like we'll go for coffees just to get out the house go for a walk they're amazing and then Carl's friends they are like two minutes away so for example last week I put Loren to bed so he's potty trained in the day but he sleeps he has a sleep nappy on at night time and I'd got Xander bathed Loren was in the bath and I was like, oh no, I've got no sleep nappies. I'm on my own. I'm going to have to take two kids out just to nip to the shop, yeah. get them both out the car, walk into the shop, pick up one item and take them back. And I was like, mentally, can I do this? So I text my girls group chat and I was like, is anyone about, please, can somebody help me get nappies? Yeah. And literally within five minutes, they were at the door. My friend Jana, she was sat on the on the toilet rocking oh. M's under whilst I was bathing Loren. Like job done she was like I'll go downstairs you put Loren to bed out I was just like what would I do without you like that honestly like I am so beyond blessed with I can't even call them friends they literally are they are like family and even like all Carl's friends so the girls are their partners the boys will text every time Carl goes away and be like Faz if you need anything if it's a pint of milk if the house is falling down if you feel scared whatever it is just text nice. us with it and I know for a fact that no matter what if I needed them they, they'd be there yeah. so I feel like on a mental load perspective not that I've ever needed them because I feel like I'm gonna lose my mind yeah. but if I needed anything I know I could I've got that is that security there isn't it honestly that is yeah. worth its weight in gold yeah. like and I hope I can be that for them you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and, and we all do we all do muck in but even like when I was pregnant a lot of them like one of, one of the couples they were like should we take Loren trampoline in and I was just like if you want they were like we'll take him out for the day yeah of course you just chill I was like god everybody needs everybody you in their life yeah. like they didn't need to do that I didn't yeah. ask them they don't have their own children 
but the, and I just thought, God, like I am so, I am so, so, so lucky. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that completely counteracts that kind of not loneliness around having a partner that works away, but that kind of, oh God, what will I do if I need somebody to fall back on? I've got multiple, multiple people that I can. Can you help me? <laughs> yeah, I think my... I know the feeling you mean, because when Steve did that first that first week of night shift, yeah. your stomach kind of drops a bit, doesn't yeah. it? Like what if? A, oh, what if? Yeah. But then the first... Once you, once you get yeah. used to it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, once you've settled into it and you can't... Even, like, that first time when something does go wrong, like, I remember the first time Loren was poorly when Carl was away, I was like, how am I going to... I'm not I'm not very good with that because I'm... A, I'm a panicker, Carl's very like logical and it's okay, we can do this mm-hmm. and you know, he's going to be fine. Whereas I'm like, ring 111, oh my God, <laughs> we need to go to Alder Hay. Yeah. He's like, love, he's got a cold. You know, like, <laughs> so we, I need him to bring me back yeah. down. So I've always had that in the back of my head, what am I going to do if Loren gets poorly and Carl's not there? And that kind of dread stays with you until it happens. Yeah. And the first time it did happen, I was like, okay, I've survived that. I think I did dream my mum probably at 3am mm. and she come round, but... <laughs> That's, 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 yeah. Yeah. that's what mums are for isn't yeah. it yeah, absolutely <laughs> but yeah so we, we've we've got you know we are so so lucky with grandparents friends family godparents aunties uncles everyone we've got it all family. <laughs> yeah we are, we're, we're really lucky that? yeah Lovely. and i do i think loren certainly knows that yeah xander will grow up and be exactly the same yeah. so I, I don't want them to ever take that for granted, I certainly don't. Carl definitely doesn't. I think for him, he's probably got his own worries when he's on the rig, thinking, you know, Farron's at home with two kids. But he knows that if anything, there's people. It's lovely, that. Yeah, really honestly, lovely. like, I do hope when they all have kids that I can be that for them yeah. because I don't think you realise how much, just even that little message, do you need anything? Like, you know, obviously the belly group that yeah. we're in. When when any of us have been in, like, oh, we're in all the hay, just that message and someone goes, I only live around the corner if you need anything. Just breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've got people who, yeah. who are going to be there to support me and that's going to be okay. That group is unbelievable. Honestly, every yeah. every mum needs a belly group. Like every mum, even if you're not, even yeah. if you're not a mum, you need a belly yeah. group. When Nat said she was going to come and do the podcast, I was like, oh my god, I've got the queen of belly mums. Literally the queen. Coming to do the podcast. Nat has like, done it all. She knows it all. Yeah. If anything yeah. goes wrong, Nat knows. Yeah. Even yeah. like tummy bugs, she's got the remedy for tummy Everything. bugs. Like the babies and yo-yo can go in the dishwasher. Yeah. Thank Christ for that. I don't even know how she knows this information. <laughs> she comes up with it. Some of them she would like even like a car seat on a plane. I was like, what? Yeah. what? My mind is Literally, blown. we need her to write a manual. We do. <laughs> Top tips about parenting. I do parenting. actually think if we all put a snippet in every mum on that group has got something this snippet of information that is gonna be like vital to us all yeah. like Rachel can whip us all into shape yeah. we need we need that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we need that that even thing even if it's just like today like just get your steps in saying get the steps in yeah come meet us on Saturday that little reminder that like you can be a mum and exercise. Yeah. I mean, that was the foundation of the group, and I feel like we've all. Michaela's got us all going on holiday. Rachel's yeah. got us at toddler sense. Yeah. I'm making everybody bankrupt with yeah. Zara links. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If we all come together, yeah. we've got something going yeah. on. Sorry, we? what can I wear for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Let me put an outfit together. Yeah. I know, I know. It is. It's just. I think that support network you don't realise. Like I say, until 
you become a mum how no how important that is like a community around you and even if it is like an an online community like I feel like the likes of this podcast even Facebook groups I'm in a WhatsApp group with mums who are all over the country who are due who were were due in August yeah and they're literally like my best friends speak to them all day every day having that people know what you're going through again it goes back to that like empathy not sympathy so you can speak to people who go oh god those newborn nights are so hard but no that group at two o'clock in the morning is popping because we're all going through the same thing yeah yeah that in itself you just like it makes you feel human again and I think as a mum you need that you need and you'll get that from all your different resources I hate using the word resource to refer to people but yeah, that, essentially, that's what it comes yeah. down to. So you've got your mum kind of for that, like, logical, you know, breathing yeah. 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 But, like, my friends who haven't got kids, who are, like, my friends from school, they make me me again. So, like, one of them is due to get married next year. Mm-hmm. So our group chat is, like, weddings and dresses and Hindus. And I need that escape from nappy chat and... Vomit. Bottle, <laughs> yeah, and baby yeah. sick and yeah. what time's the next feed. Yeah. But essentially, I need that bottle feeding, yeah. poo, nappies, da, da, da. Yeah. I need that chat just as much as I need. Yeah, yeah. So I think as a new mum, if you can build from, this sounds awful, like I'm using people, I'm really not. <laughs> but if you can take something from each of yeah. your community, you you build yourself this kind of bubble of support that gets you through every day. Yeah. And I am so lucky that I've got a snippet of everything. Yeah. You know, like, and I actually don't think I've realised that until I've just said that out loud like yeah so I do have my mum friends I've got Carl's friends and their girlfriends who are out and wild and fun and but equally some of them are mums so they totally get it and yeah. they've got kids same age as Lorraine so I've got friends for Lorraine we can all go out and do something together I've got Carl who probably is sick to death of me just going like <laughs> all day every day I've got my friends from school who have got other things like milestones going on in their life that's not going on in mine so I can kind of like teleport myself into a into a different world yeah. for a little bit yeah yeah, I feel really lucky yeah. and, and blessed when I think about that. <laughs> Let's talk about fine then. Okay. Because we talked a little bit about this yes. before we recorded. We have, yeah. <laughs> so I think also identity crisis, yes. loss of identity is definitely something. Massive. I went through it. Yeah. I def- this is the reason why the kid cast exists. Yeah. Massive, massive um, appreciation for it actually yeah, now that totally. I've been through it and on the other side. Yeah. But... I know a lot of the girls in the chat, we do joke about it, but like fashion. Yeah. I, I just so I didn't know how to dress myself. <laughs> and you know what? I was only looking back at pictures of all different from um when was it? I think it was yesterday, of all different times. I used to dye my hair like wild. Love it. Wild shit colours. Like, <laughs> now I look at my hair. I mean to go wrong, it needs to be washed, it's not been washed in two no, weeks. Love but it. like I just thought, where's that amber gone? Yeah, who am I? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, would where you ever do she? that now? Like would would it come into your head to go, like, I'm going to dye my hair bright pink? I probably would. But I, now I'm going, I could probably spend that money on yeah, this and that that's instead. It. Yeah. Whereas, formerly, I'd have happily spent two hundred pounds bleaching my whole hair yeah. and putting extensions And in then and... worrying for months after why you've got a bob. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I was just like... But what? your worries are different now, though, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. get it. And so, I, I do think, like, everybody goes through it and dads will go through it as well. I feel like Carl, I wish he was home 
to have been here with me because we would probably both have the same foundation of it but different you know like different perspectives and experiences on it but everyone goes through it different because obviously we all started off out as as different people and as we were just saying before like I thought I'd cracked it after Loren so like quite a lot changed for me when I had Loren which I'll I'll go on to in a minute but Mm -hmm. in terms of like identity crisis I thought you've just said I'm out the other side I thought I was out the other side and then I've had another and I feel like I've now I'm now evolving into a whole new other person so I've started off as one person had Loren become another had Xander become another mm-hmm. which I didn't think would happen I thought before I had Xander no I've completely got it together I know who I am I know who I am as a mum I know my parenting style I know what I can I know my boundaries as a friend and as a daughter and I know how to stretch mm-hmm. myself between being a partner and because yeah. I think that's really hard yeah. as well. I think not only just who you are, but who you are to other people completely yeah. changes. Massively. Like, and I found that balance really, really difficult and I still do, but in a totally different way mm. again now. So I think like it's been a, well, it's still, I think every day is a, every day is a school day yeah. <laughs> and I'm still learning with it and it'll probably change again. If you spoke to me in six months, I'll probably feel different different but in terms of kind of like how I felt the first time around because I suppose that's the most pivotal change so when I met Carl it was like a total whirlwind we were just like utterly obsessed with each other we still are but like completely different isn't it when you're parents and we both knew that we wanted children so we tried for Loren um and we thought that it was going to be a difficult journey because I'd got told I had polycystic ovaries, which actually turned out to be Loren. So the oh. cyst that they thought they seen was the egg, oh, wow. which was Loren. So I found out I was pregnant a week after they diagnosed. Yeah, which is just insane. That is. So we were worried about it. We were kind of like, oh no, like, you know, is this going to, you know, give us a problem with like conceiving and whatever and then have the... the the positive test and we were like oh and then the doctor was like I did wonder but I didn't want to say yeah um so we obviously until the test results had come back we couldn't confirm or whatever so he was like very sore after we had we had him but um during during pregnancy I worked for a huge construction com- company and I was he- head of marketing there mm-hmm. um and I loved work so I'd always kind of I've always been obsessed with work and mm-hmm better myself and yeah very career driven and I always intended to have my maternity leave and then go back four days that was always the plan it it was never an option in my mind to kind of not have my career as well as being a Mm mum um even though probably now logistically it wouldn't have worked with Carl being away but at the time of pregnancy (laughs) that was how it was going to go and then obviously Covid hit in the March and my company furloughed me um so that was a blessing in disguise really it gave me like a huge opportunity to like settle in and probably take in that I was going to be a mum I was only 24 when I was pregnant with Loren which again looking back was probably really young Mm -hmm. um and then they actually went into liquidation just as I was given birth so I then found myself with no job made redundant with no maternity pay yeah, no no security, no 
literally know nothing they were they were acquired by um administrators so yeah there was nothing left it was kind of like where do you go now all of the other staff kind of found alternative routes with clients but obviously I'm a new mum I don't have that I don't Mm -hmm. I just I didn't have that in me to be able to be like yeah of course I can come back and obviously when you're trying to get a new job you put your whole I'll do it all I'll you know I'll be there I'm flexible I'll be there five days a week I couldn't do that so I just I massively lent on Carl um and that completely stripped me of who I have always been which is so independent so self-motivated so self-driven and even just like supporting the likes of my mom and being able to go shopping and say to her I'll get you that or mm-hmm. you know like come on let's go here we'll, on me. yeah you that know ju- just that little yeah just that little thing that I've always like prided myself on and that that is who I am as a person I've always been so so proud of that yeah. was just taken from under my feet and um, I now rely on a man and I, I'm gonna caveat that with when I say a man I don't mean to demoralise Carl in any way, shape or form in that sense because he helped me massively. But essentially, I that's how I viewed it. I was like, I'm now relying on this man. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at it as my, my son's dad or my partner. I was like, this man's got my whole world in his hands. Who am I? You know, like, if I want my nails done, I can't just go and get my nails done. I've got to say to Carl, oh, can you put some money in the bank? Go and get my nails done. Honestly, like, I cannot tell you how low that made me feel and self-worth completely stripped from me by no one else's doing. Carl couldn't have been more supportive. He was like, of course, you do the same for me. You've just had Loren. I'm going to be there for you if it takes three years for you to find a job or it was going to be fine. But in my head, I was like, no, right, this is not, this is not okay. I now am going to... Don't know. I, I can't even put it into words now. I, I can feel how I felt then, mm-hmm. and it, it it was so such a low point at the same time as being the best time of my life because I was a new mom learning to to be a mom to Loren, learning Loren's new little ways and our new life mm-hmm. as a family. But at the same time, thinking, no, but who am I? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and that is just like I feel for anybody who will ever be in that situation or who's ever been in it. Because the person that I was and that I kind of loved to be when I met Carl, like when we first met, I took him to New York for his birthday because that's the type of person I am. I was like, I want to I want to give you the world, like regardless of being a girl, like that's mm-hmm. never been me. Like I want my boyfriend to take me here or pay for my car or put my petrol. I've been the opposite. I couldn't think of anything worse. Yeah, that's just not me. I it's just not me. And I know tons of people who are like that and, and they love it and it works for them, but that's just not... And it was something that Carl always loved about me. So then for, for me, in my head, I was thinking, just like absolutely putting myself into a deeper depression. What if he goes off me? Because he, he now, I rely on him. Obviously, that was never going to happen. But when you're in the midst of it, it's like... Especially as a new mum with that mindset. A new mum yeah. with hormones and that whole... Everything. Yeah, everything. Alongside the fact that like a lot of my friends, well, none of my friends had children then nor were pregnant or yeah so I was this new mum with nobody around me who was in a similar situation who then had a partner who worked offshore who didn't then have a I didn't then have a job Mm -hmm. 
new body, new mind, as we've just been talking yeah. about, your, your yeah. mindset's completely different. Everything was new and I was like, can I swear? Yeah, of course you can. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Who am I and yeah. what am I going to do? Have I done the right thing? Why have I had Lorraine? Like, I, I would never have changed it for the world, but I was thinking, oh my God, yeah. you know, like, yeah, I couldn't have even forecast that this was going to happen. I could have done nothing to change my circumstance, but here I am. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's the only way I can yeah. explain it. And then obviously coupled with that, cause then got the pressure of being the sole provider, as well as a new dad, as well as a dad that works offshore away from his partner who's probably losing her mind. It was so stressful. It was COVID. We couldn't see anyone. Loren was born in August 2020, so in the height of lockdowns, tears, <sighs> all that, you name it, was going on. And again, probably I've not really looked back on that until talking about yeah. it now. And I just think like, oh my God, yeah, your whole identity, you as you knew it, is gone. Like, yeah, what did you like? Yeah. Like somebody has just set fire to me yeah, yeah. and gone, you you watched that yeah. burn to the ground yeah, yeah, yeah. and try and build yourself back up. And yeah, it yeah, it was so hard, but we, we did it and Lorraine was amazing and we yeah, we got through it and it was fine, but the way we got through it was talking about it and kind of being like shit this is so hard but it's not going to be forever what can you know what can we do now type of thing um and as I touched on before like my mindset has always been I've always been very like career driven money motivated not ashamed to say that at all my mum and dad give me the best upbringing like we had holidays here there and everywhere never wanted for anything not spoiled at all but they they work so hard and we had a brilliant life me and my brother went to private school so we had I've had a taste of that so my mindset as going into an adult has always been why would I ever settle for less than that I will always try and get the best and Carl would probably sit here and say that's one of my downfalls nothing's ever enough I will always strive for more I see that as a positive but he's like come on love you know look look around you look what you've got you've got a beautiful house you've got gorgeous family you know you've got your sons we're all healthy we're all happy just stop like just take in what you've got and enjoy it and I'm like what about this project and da, 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 da. And, and he he just goes just stop just stop but that's just me yeah that's who I am and and thankfully I am like that because that's kind of what pushed me out of that so I kind of used my network mm-hmm. from a previous company so in the construction industry and I just put myself out there and I messaged um, still one of my long-standing clients now, um, this guy called Steve, he owns a security company. Mm-hmm. I owe my business to him. I owe my life to him. I owe my sanity <laughs> to him. I messaged him and I was like, hi, Steve. Um, obviously, I've just had Lorraine. I'm not working. Um, would you be interested in me managing your social media? Um I'm just going off on a whim. I don't know if you've already got somebody, but obviously that's what I'm interested in. That's kind of what I've done with Kings. Um, yeah, and he was like, yeah, all right then. It was literally as simple as that. He was like, yeah, okay, how much? And I was like, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> like, it was just completely, like, off the cuff. He was like, okay, well, uh, 20 quid an hour. I was like, yeah, all right then. Like, let's let's do it. Yeah. Four hours a week. So I started off running Steve's Instagram for him. And I set him up a LinkedIn, 80 quid a week, 
but it was my 80 quid a week you know your nails your coffee it was it it was mine and it was and I'd I think that kind of that boost that I'd gone out and got that myself and it it wasn't a job that I'd applied for via Indeed it wasn't someone else had my dad had said to me come and work with me I mean that was an option I know option. someone who can get you a job yeah, yeah. it was me I, I'd, I'd put myself and I, that gave me this little like ooh yeah. you've still got it love yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. you can still do it Yeah. so I did that and then thankfully Steve really liked what I was doing and has got like obviously numerous contacts within that industry and recommended me to people and that has now grown from Steve to now a portfolio of like over 20 clients wow yeah we've got four members of staff we've got yeah we're all over the country we've got big clients down in well we've just took on another contract down in London but Birmingham Nottingham Leicester Manchester Scotland yeah and 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 this is it now and now I'm like well we won't say the breadwinner but me and Carl are fighting (laughs) do you know what I mean we're like whereas a couple of years ago I was looking thinking god I'm just a kept woman again absolutely no absolutely no shade to be in a kept but you don't want to be that I would love to have the ability yeah. to, to be that I, I would love I nothing more I can't I, I feel uneasy yeah I, 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 I genuinely feel uneasy thinking about it me too yeah. and I'm, it's so nice speaking to somebody yeah. that gets it because I, I want to make a lot of money yeah. for myself um, to um, be able to say here you go here you go and, yeah. and, and also like not to take it into Stephen Bartlett territory, but yeah. to have that generational wealth for me is the definition of success. I want my children and their children to... I want Loren to be 18 and for me to go, here you go, babe, we've we've put money... Oh, you've got a house. That's what our goal is. Yeah, you've got yeah. a house. Or we've put money aside. You know, you're 18, so you're not going to have access to it to do what you want yeah. with it. But we're going to say to you, if, if you've got a business idea... Yeah, yeah. Here's money to invest let's into it. Yeah, let, yeah, let's support you with it. We've 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 worked absolutely our ghoulies off yeah. <laughs> for the last however many years yeah. to be able to say to you, we are here to support you if you want to go and travel the world. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We can help you do that. Yeah. Listen, I don't want my kids to grow up entitled. I don't want them to think that they can have whatever they want. Money doesn't grow on trees, of course. But I want them to have that work ethic that I've had given to me by my mum and dad because I looked and thought well you've achieved it so why can't I why can't my children go to private school why can't we go on every holiday we want why can't we have the houses that we want you know we're a long long way off that but again I have to remind myself I'm only 27 yeah yeah. I've got plenty of time time. do you know what I mean but again it's all that's kind of that is my identity and that's who I am it might not be the most beneficial thing. It might give me burnout. It might keep me up at night sometimes thinking, oh, what if I lose that client? Or, you know, what if that figure that I want to earn each month drops below that? What am I going to do? But then I have to sit back and go, no, the reality of it is we're okay. We've got a gorgeous house. We've got gorgeous kids. We're happy. We're healthy. We've got an amazing family. And that is the core. That's the reality of it. But yeah, that I'm not afraid to say that my identity is built upon being self-sufficient, being able to mm. support my children, not just because their dad worked really hard, yeah. because their mum and dad worked really hard, but as a funny anecdote, because we all like a laugh, mm. obviously I work from home from my phone 99% of the time. So last week I was talking to Loren and he's very, very articulate for his age, this child of mine. <laughs> very 
observational. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah. Observative. Observation. Observ- Observant. There we go. Maybe cut that bit out. That's what you're talking about, baby. Right Just make it a word. So we'll make, I'm going to go with observational. <laughs> so he is. That 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 is exactly him. And I was talking to him the other day about work, and I said to him, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Um, and we had like Spider-Man da, 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 and I was like what about daddy you know daddy goes to work and he was like yeah daddy goes to work on the rig I said what does mummy do and he said no and this is exactly how he said it no mummy doesn't work and I went what does mummy do then he went mummy tidies up all day I said no let me just tell you <laughs> I know you're only three but I'm gonna tell you now yeah. mummy tidies up all day but mummy also works so I was like no when mummy's on the laptop or when mummy's on her phone that's mummy working no mummy doesn't go on a helicopter I was like no mummy doesn't go on a helicopter that's what daddy does but mummy mummy works different. very very hard and he's just looking at me like you're lying <laughs> and I thought god I cannot wait for you to be old enough to understand and for your school yeah. to say like Kids, do you want to invite your parents in for a career day and for me to go, yeah, mummy's coming in today, not daddy. Mummy's coming in the line. <laughs> yeah. with a, with a Literally, I'm ready. Kids. I've been waiting for this day. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, and I just thought, oh my God, like, am I doing all of this and you think I tidy up all day? <laughs> I love that innocence though. Yeah, literally, yeah. yeah. Daddy goes to work because daddy goes in a helicopter and daddy goes, he sees daddy on the rig and... Yeah, so black and white, daddy does work and mummy's at home with me all day and mummy works from the safari park. Yeah. So mummy doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Although what a nice what a nice balance to be yeah, able to do. Do you know what? And I, I really do count my blessings every single day, but at the same time I do have to take that moment and go, No, you've you've created that for yourself mm-hmm. as much as I do. I'm so appreciative and I feel so blessed and so lucky for the life that we've got and that's probably a massive thing that really brings me and Carl together mm-hmm. we are so probably every single day we say to each other god how lucky are we yeah. for our kids and again as I've said so many times our our, our life that we've built our yeah. our family our friends we're so lucky and we're, we're so appreciative uh, appreciative of that so grateful we never take it for granted mm-hmm. but again we've we've created it ourselves I could have really probably would have caused me a lot less stress and tears gone and got a part-time job for two three days a week put Loren in nursery and and earn a really substantial wage kept us given given us this lifestyle but I haven't and I've I've put my all into being a mum whilst hopefully building an empire that's gonna support us for the Absolutely. for the foreseeable you know yeah. so as tough as as tough as it is and sometimes you get lost in the mix of that yeah I am really trying so hard to look and go, no, you've done that for yourself. Yeah. Like you've pulled yourself out of that kind of black cloud that you were in as a new mum without your identity and gone, no, this mm-hmm. is who I want to be and this is how I'm going to get there. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's probably not always going to be like this. I, I could lose all my clients tomorrow. It's such an up and down industry that I work in. Um, a lot of my clients are all telecoms based. So it's kind of in peaks and troughs and, it's it's a huge industry at the moment but that's not always going to be the mm. case so I've got to kind of I've got to ebb and flow with that yeah but I've chose I've chose to do that so that I'm around for the kids yeah 24-7 I can go to the safari park and answer emails yeah. and I can work when they're asleep or 
and my kids believe that I don't wear. <laughs> you <laughs> do something right in yeah. there too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. So yeah. yeah, I think the the work side of the identity was was the biggest thing for me. But obviously, we touched on the the clothes and the, the fashion yeah. thing. So that's a massive kind of love and passion of mine you probably remember I think I was setting up like a personal shopping like styling thing which I probably would still absolutely love to do but going back to kind of the money motivated side of it I couldn't quite pinpoint how it was going to work as a business so it wasn't lucrative in my mind and I thought what we were talking about before is this a passion project or is this going to be a career and it was purely going to be a passion project, which at that time I didn't have the time, time for because, yeah. as we've just said, I didn't have a job. <laughs> so I needed a job. And, yeah. I've, you know, so I, I went down that route. But the, yeah, finding myself and who I am, who I, who I now, what I now look like, what I now wore was totally different because I was a new, I was a new mum I'm a mum now so you can't now go out with crop tops that show under boob you feel wild don't you cannot do that I'm a mum I wore one the other week and I was like yeah is this okay what if somebody goes yeah whereas before I'd have been like what yeah exactly and I would I used to look through like shopping websites and think what's going to be the most not outrageous but what's going to get me the most oh that's daring yeah. you know like oh would I be able to pull that off yeah. whereas now I probably I still have an element of that I've not lost it at all but I probably look at things and go like I'd love to wear that can I wear that and that's the thought process would love to wear that mm, can I should I yeah I'll order it might send it back <laughs> and that's kind of the process that we're in but to be honest I do I'm, I'm so glad that I'm I am where I am now. I love the person that I am now yeah. much more than the person that I was then. <laughs> yeah. But I do often look back fondly at photos and go, God, I wish I had the balls yeah. to do that now. It's just like you have absolutely no res- is it reservations? Yeah. The right word? None. Yeah. I literally used to go out in cat suits. And yeah, PVC suits. Yeah. Only PVC suits. Couldn't get out oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Loved them, though. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but that. I do think you do look... You look back, and I, I think that kind of becomes... Correct me if I'm wrong, but you you might agree with me. You kind of go through a sense of mourning for that person. Absolutely. Once you've had yeah. your, your kids, and I looked back probably too soon after having Loren thinking, God, I can't fit into my leather shorts. Or, oh, don't talk to me about the actual. Yeah, the actual I can't. I physically physical can't. Even if I wanted to, I, yeah. I can't. And then you think, but it's so, yeah, so you've got the. Is it acceptable? Okay, yeah, it's acceptable. Shit, I can't fit into them. <laughs> and then you go, well, am I going to wear them if I order them again in my new size? No, I'll probably wear them once, so I'm not going to do it. And that whole thought process is something totally new. So as you probably know, and all of the belly mums, if they're listening, I then kind of like focused upon creating like a capsule wardrobe so it kind of like like, I need to ask you to make me one I will make you one I'm in the process of making my own for autumn winter so I'll I'll share mine I mean those are a pants on down a tree the other day (laughs) on the website website what the fucking (laughs) hell is that woman doing get a Paris picture on there instead that's exactly it well doesn't sell it doesn't sell it right does it but I think so yeah as a as as a new mum I was kind of like I've always been really like a small build Mm -hmm. slim before having Loren if not probably too slim now looking back 
um, but just really conscious of how I looked, yeah. as we probably yeah. all were at yeah. 20 to 24. Um, and then I had a really small bump with Loren, so I was kind of expecting to just be teeny tiny again. And I I was, I'm not for a minute. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't big. I didn't kind of have a tummy to lose or anything, but your whole shape changes, doesn't it? Everything changes. You just kind of go your, south. And your skin. <laughs> your skin yeah. is different. Everything about you. Yeah. Even just, yeah, even how clothes looked on me. I don't know. I was the same size, so it wasn't yeah. that... I'd put any weight on or but I was just completely yeah. different that, that's I'm, the only way I, I can say it I am the same weight today as I was before I had Bella before wow. I had Bella I was a size 16 that's mad isn't it yeah but yeah your whole body just I feel like it goes changes. into yeah it morphs into what Forget it wants wrong, to be I'm going to the gym six days a week and teach dance seven days a week yeah. anymore but, but that know. is probably it isn't you know? it <laughs> yeah Snickers left, right, and centre. Well, again, that's it. Yeah. You kind of you, you then you're a mom, and you 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 want to be body conscious, and you think about these outfits that you want to put on, and you want to be glam, and you want to be, you know, mm. and yeah, we probably did all sit there during night feeds, scrolling through the app, and thinking, oh yeah, I'd love to wear that, but then the reality sinks in. One, where the hell am I going to wear that? <laughs> Because I'm going to bounce tops. So am I going to really wear a pair of platform <laughs> shoes? No, I'm not. So I, then then the financial side of it, I'm on my pay or yeah. I'm on no pay at all. Yeah. Can I justify kind of, what's the word that they call it? Um, what do they call it? Can't even help you. You can't help me. Yeah. Um, fast fashion. Yeah. Can I can I justify yeah. fast fashion? Yeah. No, no, because I can't afford it for one. And I'm not going anywhere to wear these things regularly. So these leather shorts in my basket that I've got this <laughs> second wind at 2am in the morning that I'm looking at going, I oh, can't wait to wear them. Yeah. But I'm not going anywhere yeah, to wear them and I can't afford them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're looking at it and you think, no. So you do reevaluate, not probably because you want to, but because you're forced to. And that was really difficult for me because, again, I kind of had these mood boards of these gorgeous, gorgeous outfits. And then I'm like, no, we're really where am I going yes I am going to bounce shots yeah I'm gonna go to the Cadwell Centre and I'm gonna go to to baby sensory so who's looking at me being the most glam mum you don't get points for being a glam mum do you know what I mean it makes you feel good and I'm all for that that is probably what where I can go full circle with it and say you dress to make you feel good if that means wearing these leather shorts you crack on and you buy those leather shorts if that means wearing a gym set every day and your hair and a hair mask but you feel radiant and glowing you've got yourself together that's what that's your that's your go-to and I think my bit of advice like finding your identity it doesn't it doesn't mean being the most gorgeous being the most glam being the most put together having the most gorgeous hair the skinniest da, 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 da. it means finding what makes you feel good yeah. because when you feel good I know for me probably for yourself if you feel good in yourself your day goes better yeah. you're a better mum yeah. you're happier at these classes you're smiling yeah. at everyone and bounce tops because you feel confident yeah whereas if I go and I've had an awful morning I've put something on that's creased and, did, and I feel rubbish I know in myself I will probably put my head down yeah. I did it a couple of weeks ago I think the week after we'd um had Sander, I think he was five days old. We took Loren, um, yeah, can't get my kids' names right. <laughs> took Loren to bounce shots, but I was with Sander and Carl, had no makeup on, looked a holy moly of a show, and I seen Louise. And I looked and I thought, 
should I go over? Why do you always see people as well when you look? I, I felt I like felt like absolute dog, dog shit. shit. Literally, yeah. that took the words out of yeah. my mouth. Literally looked like dog shit. Had no makeup on, and I've never met Louise in real life. Mm-hmm. How weird does that sound? Like we're all celebrities, but I've never met Louise <laughs> in real life. So that thought went through my head. I thought, should I go and introduce myself? And this is somebody that I've took so much advice from, and yeah. probably shared the most intimate details of my postpartum journey yeah. with on that group. And I was contemplating whether I should go up and say hi because I didn't feel like I looked nice. It took me to the end of the class and I went up and I was like, Louise. And I thought, why didn't I just do that at the beginning? But that just really, really goes to show how how you feel makes you act. Absolutely. And there'll be people listening to this who are thinking, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it means absolutely nothing to me what I look like. But for me, that yeah. it does matter to me yeah. and, it, and it really does change kind of my yeah. aura and the energy that I bring if I feel put together. Absolutely. And even just like, again, here's me being all female empowerment and, you know, we don't need men, we don't rely on men, but that feeling like, will Carl still fancy me? Yeah. That went through my head completely unashamedly at the beginning. I was like, you've met this young 24-year-old, and I was younger than that, 20, don't know. 22, 23, <laughs> young, 20-odd-year-old Early woman. 20s. <laughs> Early 20s, going going for a PT five days a week, yeah. had time to spray tan, had time to get my nails done, yeah. you know, all about work, had money in the bank, this fun, vivacious, loud, funny woman that you've met and I'm now, don't know how to dress, mm-hmm. don't look like the person that you met, covered in sick, probably grumpy because I've been up all night, probably hate you because you haven't been up all night. Mm-hmm. Do you still like me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if you can relate to that. 100%. I, I used to take, I remember saying to stay and it actually wasn't that long ago. I've had a shower today, brushed my hair <laughs> and my teeth. And I feel like superwoman. And she was like, Whoa. I can't remember the last time all three happened on the same occasion. The big three. I am fucking winning today. <laughs> But isn't that that is yeah. that's the reality of our day to day? And I know some people probably think, God, like if I said that to my friends who don't have kids, they'd be thinking, like, just uh, put uh, the baby <laughs> in the bouncer and go and brush your bloody teeth. But sometimes your day just doesn't go like that. It, it, oh, I can, it can be like half eleven. I'm like, yeah, have I? Shit. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you haven't given me a kiss goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Literally, it, it, can, it literally can. Yeah. Can be like that. But then when you when that becomes your norm, no wonder we feel downtrodden and yeah. we feel a bit of a shell and we're like, because there's nothing better than kind of putting even like again another anecdote last week. So I normally kind of get my outfit ready. This is just me. A tip that I would advise everybody to do oh, if you have I'm the chance, but get your outfit ready on a Sunday for the week so that you don't have that in the morning. Fuck, I've got nothing to wear. Oh, the leggings that go with that hoodie, even if it is leggings and hoodie, the, the hoodie's not iron, so I'm not going to wear that. I'll put that one on instead, and then you feel like a bang of shit because you don't look put together. That's, again, something that bothers me that might not bother other people, so please humour me. But my mum used to do that for us as kids. Yeah, like, I do it for Lorraine. We had the whole The week, week yeah. Later. That might seem structured and a bit like, oh, look, you know, what if you don't feel like wearing the outfit the next day? But I do it for Lorraine. I get his outfit ready for nursery for the week. Mm-hmm. So I've started doing it for myself and I can't tell you the difference mm-hmm. it's making me feel in the morning because, yeah, I'm on my own with two children. 
So if I have to do a nursery run and I've got nothing ironed, I'm going to feel like shit. Open And again, humour me, it might be fickle, but opening the door and the nursery teacher's looking and going, Loren's mum looks like a bag of shit today. <laughs> a lot of the time, there's no, this is not on it, um, not, what's the word? <laughs> not an, um, this is the theme of the podcast. Oh, Should we title this, this one? What's that word? <laughs> not an, I can't even think what I'm trying to say. Not like a, the, the people are probably lovely who are opening the door. Of course they are, so and they see it, it on them. But everybody at day. some point goes, fucking hell, I look rough. Yeah. Even if it's like someone you walk past in the street. And I've got kids. Or you go, think, oh, feel, feel, they they know my situation. They know Carl works yeah. away and I've got two kids. So they probably go, oh, bless her. Yeah. You know, she's probably been up all night. But that's not what I want people to think about me. So, yeah. and again, people will probably be listening, thinking, stop giving a fuck. You know, yeah. just stop caring what other people think. Yeah. And essentially, I don't. I am not really a person that, worries about opinions opinions yeah. in the sense of I don't walk away from a conversation and think oh shit how's that made me look or I hope they liked me hope they like me yeah. that doesn't just naturally yeah. that's not who I am yeah it probably used to be but yeah as you get older I suppose you just I also think give less fuck literally <laughs> and I think when you become become a mum you're more of a like a don't fucking care anyway yeah. like, it's gonna whatever. be this is me yeah. this is who I am yeah. however I do I care about what I look like. Yeah, I care yeah. about how I feel, more yeah. importantly. I care about who I am as a mum, all of yeah. that, whatever. So, yeah, back to the anecdote. So, the other day, I was not put together on the nursery run. Yeah. I looked like absolute... I can't even explain. I'd gone through the worst night with Xander. We're in the middle of, like, CMPA diagnosis. Oh, so, one of those nights, um, I think Carl had been out for the match... So again, probably just in a foul mood, had work to do, woke up, no clothes ironed, no clothes ready, and literally had my pyjama top on under my hoodie. Not brush my teeth, yeah. no deodorant on, grim. And it was sunny, and I seen one of the mums, I don't know her, I don't know her son, I think she was in the baby room, and she had this gorgeous, like, bright orange blazer on, little kind of, like, mom jeans, sandals, hair beautifully wanded, she was probably going to work or she might not have been. She looked unreal and I thought, I want to be you. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I not you? Yeah. But do you know what? It really gave me the kick up the arse. So I thought, yeah. no, I'm going to start putting my outfits. I'm not putting my outfits together for the nursery run. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> I'm not. But I'm putting them, I'm getting myself ready so that that's not a worry on my list yeah. for that day. Yeah. I might get baby sick on it and I might, but I start the day feeling good. I've got a bit of a spring in my step. Carl goes, oh, you look lovely, love. Or, yeah. You know, oh, that outfit's really nice. And he notices things like yeah. that. That makes me feel good. I'm better at work. I'm happier. Again. I also think as well, it's that, like you were saying, that like that morning of who you used to be. It's just that ever so slight slither of former you that you totally. that you enjoyed. Yeah. Not that you miss. No. But, but you kind of go, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That, that noise and that feeling, yeah. you're kind of like... I'm not totally gone, yeah. you know, and I can. Maybe what I wear now looks different, but the feeling isn't different. Yeah. And my mum has probably given me that because she's, I won't give her age away, but she looks absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, And she always looks beautifully put together. Yeah. She's gorgeous, like, and she's beautiful inside and out. But she always cares about what she looks like. And she'll, you know, 
she, I always remember her saying, you just don't know who you're going to bump into. And it's so true. I can I have to start pushing it every day. Just in case. I'm not quite at her status. Yeah. But it's so true. And I always remember little things like, you know, for parents even, and she'd always book a blow dry in. Again, there'll be people listening who will be thinking, oh, fucking get a life. But, but no, to me, one of my, I one be of that my life goals, one of my life goals is to have my hair washed and blown by somebody else every week. Every week. Consistently. Literally. That's what I want financial freedom for. To be able to be like, me too. Yeah, fine, whatever. If these are the things that are important to me, other people might find, I don't know, being able to get a gorgeous car. That might be, but for me, it's it's being able to do the things that I get enjoyment out of and I make yeah. makes me happy I really want to go and want to go and get like a this is nothing to do with parenting but um, <laughs> really want to go and get like like specific facials done because I'm gluten free oh my mum is as well yeah so really certain difficult. products don't tell you that they've got vitamin E in which is plant and wheat based so oh, I wow. used something the other day and I've still got really bad reaction right across my chin and oh my gosh I didn't even know it. that that affected makeup, it makeup shampoo Shampoo? No. Everything. I don't even think my mum knows yeah. that she's recently been diagnosed. Either. Right, okay. So if she needs any problems, wow. any help, any tips. I'll I will help. tell her. But yeah, there's so many things. So like, Gosh. Um, even trying to find makeup that is Doesn't cause free. a reaction. Oh my God. And then trying to put that on top of just normal just skin stuff just anyway. being able to do a skincare. And then routine. having time to lol wash your face when you're a mum. Well, I actually treated myself to a facial last week because I was pissed off at Carl <laughs> for going out for the match so I made him do the night feed right god bless him yeah. this is one of those things that I look back now he's not here and go shouldn't have done that <laughs> made him do the night feed and then I booked a facial whilst he was out for the next day so that when he got up I could go by the way I'm having a facial for two hours tomorrow <laughs> do I sound like a bitter wife no. so I went for my facial anyway and then the lady went what's your skincare routine and I just went wash it <laughs> so <laughs> Me, three years ago, I used to go to the most amazing clinic called Nick Skin in Crosby. In Crosby. I think you recommended it. I think week. I did. That's why I walked back on the boat. Yeah. Back on the boat. Back so on the she is, she's just the holy yeah. grail. So I went back to Nick anyway. Yeah, and I used to go to Nick once a month because I've always suffered with my skin. Mm-hmm. And again, that's probably going back to fashion and how I look. I'm really insecure, probably. Mm-hmm naturally like just as a person that is my I'm insecure about my skin about my face and I always have in the back of my head I wonder if people look at that and go oh her skin do you know what I mean like yeah. they it's might that, not it's that, it's that tone of like patronizing yeah yeah and, and I, I do think for. like do they do they notice it mm. I, that's just always in the back yeah. of my head and again photos don't necessarily show scars up so people who might have seen photos might not have really seen what my face looks like for example I'm, I sound your face like is I'm, beautiful I, I'm making myself Just sound like an absolute monstrosity to everyone yeah. is she looks like an absolute toe yeah no. covered in scars no but I've got a few a few scars that have come from like teenage acne um, so yeah I, I probably am like insecure about what I look like because of that I've suffered really awfully when I was younger and I've had um, laser skin removal done by a plastic surgeon oh, wow. um, three times to like diminish the scar and it, it's obviously not completely gone but it's gotten a lot better yeah. um, and that was like on the NHS it's a thing that you can get done yeah. but that's how bothered by it I was it really used yeah. to get me down so I think dressing well and like having that sense of 
feeling good about myself yeah. has counteracted that kind of yeah. insecurity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Probably should have said that at the beginning. Instead of making myself sound like a big egotistical no, you don't princess, at all, <laughs> which I'm not. Um, but yeah, so I think that dressing nice and having like a thing about clothes and looking nice has been has stemmed from that. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Facials. Yeah. So yeah, she said, "Oh, skincare routine." I was like, "Yeah, I haven't got one. <laughs> Just wash, it, wash my face in the shower if I yeah. have one before before I go out." Yeah. <laughs> but I do think. Again, like another another thing that makes me feel good and get my identity back after being a mum is finding that time for me. Unfortunately, as women, we have our hair, we've got roots. I'm so grey, so I need to get my hair. Oh, let me just show you. I've got root spray on now because I haven't been able to get my hair done. I'm white. White. That is, I'm so absolutely <laughs> shell-shocked by that. I'm like Philip Schofield. No, no, I'm telling you now, it goes snow white. Like, why don't you just embrace it? Oh come on! I think you'd rock 27. that. Yeah, but you'd rock yeah, that. Maybe when I'm fifty. No. Why? I, I, I used to pay to have my whole whole scalp <laughs> bleached. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe one day. Yeah. But for now, we've got we we push the boat at six weeks, but I could really go at four. four. But who's got time for monthly root appointments? Nor the money, nor, yeah. The cost of it now is it's extortionate. And then when you're there, it's like, oh, do you want just a few low light? Check on. Okay, well, that's a little treatment treatment on it while you're here. 90 quid, no, thanks. (laughs) So, yeah, so for me, it's like, what do I prioritise? So it's like hair, nails. I always, like, again, going back to my mum, she, her hair is her her thing yeah so she she does get her her hair done as often as she can um and whilst i'm in a position to i will always try and say to her i'll get you blow dry you know because i know that it makes her feel Mm -hmm. good whereas she's not really bothered about her nails but for me if i don't have my nails done i mean i don't think carl's ever seen my real nails i actually so i only talked about this the other day i've had false nails on since i was 16 so for 16 years of my (laughs) life half of my life you've had nails so I actually don't. So think, you're not you without them. No, you but, are not. But my nails also don't. I actually can't use my hands if I don't have yeah, my, something you, on my nails because yeah. my nails are that shit without something on. Like flimsy so it's both, paper. Both desire and need. We, just, we, we yeah. need to tell Steve. It's Steve, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We oh, need he to does tell know. him that this is yeah. like it's a medical. Yeah. It's a medical reason. Yeah, <laughs> he does know. He literally does know. But yeah, so Carl's never. I don't think he's ever seen my nails. That's so that again, hands and toes of important to me yeah. to feel put together but then it's like I'd love to have my eyelashes done and I'd love a facial but sorry we just can't get it all um, we don't have the time we don't have the childcare we don't have the the means we I also can't afford it yeah we don't it's have extortion extortion it so yeah prioritize what makes you feel good yeah. for me nails is probably a non-negotiable and hair if we're pushing the yeah. boat out however as I've just said I'm now sporting home and bargains own <laughs> root spray we love a bit of that in the morning <laughs> well I can't tell so it's <laughs> again making my the other day going back to the nursery I hadn't done my root spray so I'd had roots I felt just felt shit yeah. so again yeah having kind of those things in place make me yeah. feel good yeah. make me feel um a better mum I know that sounds a bit it sounds a bit bizarre saying it out loud but and and then again going back to the beginning of the conversation having friends who aren't mums and have the time to worry about I don't know 
curling her hair or whatever. I get it. My sister-in-law, she's 35. Yeah. No kids. Yeah. And I'm sometimes like... So envious. Oh. Can I be you? You can just go where you want, when you want, yeah. do what you... Like, she's like, oh, yeah, me and uh, Chris, her husband, we just yeah. went to town for tea. And I was like, oh, God, that used to be me. <laughs> oh, I'd give to just... I know. Nip to town on the train, tea on a whim. Just, yeah, and just yeah. because. Not yeah. for a reason, not for a date. Like, not scheduled fun, no. like we have. Yeah. But again, I don't know if you found it, and I've really had to battle with myself over it and luckily Carl is my voice of reason but have those moments with my instances with my friends where I've had that resentment Mm. hopefully and they will listen to this hopefully they've not felt it because I've nipped it in the bud before it comes but you know when they're messaging oh do you want to just come should we all just go for a coffee and they can all just go and so in the end I stopped even replying but then you isolate yourself and then you become jealous and probably not very nice because it's yeah they're going for a coffee without you and they probably stop inviting you because you've stopped even responding never mind turning up or making the time to go because you're I'm sitting at the other end of that whatsapp thinking you lucky cows I'm sitting here I could ask Carl if I could go even that sentence can I go eh who am I? When did I ever have to ask permission to go for a coffee? But I do because I need somebody to watch the kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, Carl, I'm just going to go for a coffee. But that coffee might be four hours. But Carl might have to go to the dentist or he might have to go to the doctors or he ne- needs to go to the gym or he's only home for two weeks. So he needs time with his friends. So I then stopped going. So then they stopped asking. So then I would go, they're all out without me. Do they not like me anymore? Mm. And Carla go, love, you've got two kids or you've got one kid at the time. You know, you've, you're in a completely different part of your life. That's not it. They can just get up and go or yeah. they've got nothing else to worry about after work. Like for me, and again, you probably resonate with this, seven o'clock to me is like midnight. Like Lorenzo in bed. Now that the times are dark, I'm like, Bella, it's dark. Come yeah, on, bedtime. bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I can't think of anything worse than going for tea after Lorenzo in bed. Yeah. But my friends will be like, to accommodate me, Oh, we can meet up after work. You know, do you want to meet us at eight? I'm thinking, mate, I need to be in bed at eight o'clock. My yeah. kids are waking up soon. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So then I won't go. Yeah. So then they won't ask me again. Yeah. So then when they don't ask me, I look and go, they haven't invited me out for ages. It's such a... Oh, God. It's thinking about it? it. It really yeah. is. And I hope they haven't felt that. And I hope I've dealt with my own. That's completely my own issues. Yeah. And probably every mum's issues who have got who have got children who have friends who don't have yeah. been there, and it's so hard. And I am now getting to that point where I have to find the balance of everything. To so find the balance of work, find the balance of friends. My mum's not with anyone, and she lives on her own in Crosby. So for me, my 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 mum and dad are my whole world. Like mm-hmm. I would choose them to spend time with over anyone on this mm-hmm. planet so if my mum's free on a Saturday and she's not made other plans in my head I'm like I don't want my mum to be sat in on a weekend yeah. on her own I'm gonna go for a coffee but I'll never leave her after a coffee I'll we'll go and have lunch and then we'll go for a walk go and for then a walk. we'll yeah. go to her yeah and then I'm with her till 10 o'clock and then she's like do you want to just stay and I'm like yeah okay yeah. <laughs> so then my whole weekend and I absolutely wouldn't change that for yeah. the world if one thing I will never regret is how much quality time I spend with both 
my mum and dad mm-hmm. separately. Um, but then you kind of look at your weekend and you go, God, I haven't seen anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then your week's gone. Yeah. Everyone else is back in work. And you think, shit, I haven't made any time for my friends or time for me or... Yeah. Me and my friends started doing this this rule where we'd stop saying, sorry, I haven't replied. <laughs> we stopped. We literally said, right, no more apologising. We're all doing point it. Where all we're doing is going, hi, yeah, sorry, I haven't replied. What do you reckon about next Tuesday? Oh, shit, sorry, it's next Wednesday. What about the work that follow? Sorry, just I got, missed this. Yeah, it literally... Oh, sorry, I've only just seen this. Yeah, that, that's what it's it, like. That's the reality yeah, of life is. as a parent. Yeah. yeah. With a social life. Yeah. And I totally get when people have said to me, oh, my social life just completely disappeared when I had kids until they were in school. Yeah. Totally get it. But I'm fighting really hard against that narrative because I know that, I know the things that make me tick mm-hmm. as a person. Unfortunately for me, it's multidimensional. <laughs> so the things that make me tick is being a partner. Mm-hmm. You know, and and having fun with Carl and and being us, not just mum and dad, impossible, virtually impossible, because again, Carl wants to spend his time off with his kids. He's not seen them for two weeks. He wants to be immersed in dad life, where I'm like, here you go, bye. (laughs) I don't. I'm I'm done with being a mum. I've been a full time mum. I've been a business owner. I've been a a mum. I've been a daughter. I've been a friend. I've been a sister. All of that for two weeks straight goodbye I'm ready to just be yeah. Farron and Carl but he's yeah. like no and I want to be I want to take Loren out and I'm like okay <laughs> bite my tongue but then so well that's what makes me happy then being with my mum makes me happy seeing my friends makes me happy getting my hair done getting my nails done makes me happy shit yeah where's where have we got the time for that have we got the time in the week for that I don't know no we haven't something's got to give but I'm doing my best. I think you're smashing it. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here thinking about those things going, don't do that, don't do that. I've already got one. No, but you, do you do 10 times more than me in, in so many other capacities. I couldn't have a hobby. Mm. Imagine me having a hobby. Send myself under. I'd oh, love no. to have a hobby. Resentment-wise, so it was really funny because I remember saying to Steve, because when he was just a PT, Bella was only about mm, four months old. Yeah. And him saying to me, oh, I'm just going to go and get to the gym an hour early so I can train. I'm just going to go. I'm staying an hour after my client's finished, so I'll be home at, I don't know, half one in the yeah. afternoon instead of half twelve. So I can train and me being like, fuck Wouldn't, that be, yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? And I'm saying to him one time, <laughs> I just resent you. And he yeah. was like, what for? And I was like, because you're taking that time for yourself. You can be you. To do the thing that I am desperate to do. Yeah. I don't have the energy to do. Exactly. But, and also don't yeah. know how to start. I think that, like, where do you start trying to be you? It's just... It's a mindfuck, isn't it? It, it is. And I but I it's so good that you've communicated that because I yeah, think yeah. that has been my downfall. I think the biggest and best thing to come out of becoming parents for us as a marriage yeah. is we communicate Huge. so much better. And without that... We are so much more honest. There's no more... Oh I'm fine. Pussyfooting around, yeah, and that. What's that wrong? Stern Nothing. Face. Yeah. No more of that. But you it's, can't, can this you? This is annoying me. Oh, yeah. Can we can fix we, it? Can we talk about this? Yeah. yeah. And but I think, I think I find that really hard because our time's limited. Mm. So the last thing I want to do is cast a shadow on that time by approaching a negative yeah. 
topic so sometimes I don't say it and Carl probably doesn't say it and then it'll come to like the elephant a in the boil room. <laughs> yeah and we all just go ah yeah. and then we both kind of look like the other day Carl said to me something like I don't think you appreciate how much I do and honestly if if you ask anyone external to Carl I cannot sing that man's praises enough, enough. as a as a father like I can't tell you how incredible he is he, he does everything nothing yeah. is too much for him even now, like with Xander, he'll get up, he does the, the early morning feed and he'll get up with them both, with Lorraine will let me sleep in, the dishes are done, he's done breakfast, he'll make me a cup of tea, mm-hmm. the house is immaculate, a wash is on. I cannot, like, yeah. he's incredible. But then because he's that good, the things that he doesn't do really piss me off. Yeah. And I have to take myself back and go, no, love, you can't have it all. <laughs> But because he does all of that, and I probably don't tell him. Yeah, I'm tell exactly everybody the same else. With saying it. Yeah, it's hard though, isn't it? And it's not because I don't want to tell him. I think I just forget. Yeah. But then in turn, I'll sit and think, you cheeky, whatever. You don't appreciate how much I have on my plate whilst you're sat on that rig getting your laundry yeah. done, getting your three meals a day cooked for you. you. Don't have to do anything. You roll out of bed, you're already in work. You don't appreciate what it's like to be at home with our two sons and and working. But he does. He probably just doesn't vocalise it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't vocalise yeah. it to him. And I think it takes that kind of coming to blows to both look and go, no, I do really appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. And then yesterday he obviously left and he, when he when he gets on the plane, he texts me. He was like, you know, two weeks, we can do it. And I was like, we can do it. I'm a bloody brilliant at it. Yeah. And you're amazing for being away from us for two weeks because I couldn't do it. Never mind being away from us for two weeks, but being away at work on a vessel in the middle of the sea. Yeah. That's really dangerous and really hard. I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. Yeah. And he was like, no, you're the most amazing mum. You know, I don't know how you do it. I couldn't do what you do. And it, and we both probably separately just went, oh. yeah. <laughs> and that sigh of relief was like, but then I looked back and thought, why didn't I just say that to you last week? I know, why didn't I just say to your face? Yeah. Get it over and done with yeah, it. Yeah, I wish. Even lovelier time. I wish I could have, but it's just one of those mental notes where you go, no, I will, and I'm going to do better. it's a learning curve as well. And yeah. don't we do, like, I think we always give ourselves... I mean, a bad time, but like that, that's a learned behaviour that we've done for fucking years. Oh God, before that point. A million percent. Yeah. You just suppress it all yeah. and just get on with it because yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. But actually, we should, as you've just said, like just get it off your chest. Get it off your chest yeah. and, and and crack that. And it, if you've got that communication, even as little as going, I feel like I look like shit today, yeah. or I feel like shit. Oh yeah, I was literally only just talking to say. So, right, he's gonna, he says to me, I've got a wonky face, right. You've got a wonky I've face. I've got a wonky face. I'll tell you for why in a minute, right. You but haven't got a wonky I face. I have got a wonky face. So, it's come to light even more now that I work from home on a laptop, you know, when people share the screen, you can see your face. Now, wait for it, wait for it. Right, so, um, I'm just going to give you a tiny bit of backstory. Tiny bit of backstory. I realise we are going completely off topic. But it's fine. So, um, I had to have a load of teeth removed uh, six years ago. Wow, okay. So, all of my front teeth are crowns. Oh I've gosh. got a crown at the back and I'm in the middle of getting another crown. Okay. And I had all the teeth. So, people who can't see, don't know. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> I know, we should have a visual My, hang on. 
right hand side of my lower jaw. Okay. I've only got one tooth and it's right at the back. Okay. So years ago I had a oh I'll say is which I stopped all. Really bad relationship with food. Okay. Really bad relationship with weight. Right, okay. Made some horrific decisions. Yeah. Really badly damaged my teeth. Okay. So kids, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't, don't do be that. sick. No. So no. I've got false teeth for that reason. Okay. And then my other teeth were basically too damaged or damaged uh, or dead, basically. So you from, needed... From lack of nourishment or whatever. Wow. So I had them removed. Fine. So yeah. I got them removed the year before we got married. And I was like, amazing. New woman. Teeth. Yeah. Smashing. Yeah. Absolutely love it. And then... Um, they moved again with pregnancy. As I'd, again, I've done another no thing. No one I tells didn't you know. that. No matter, like, I've done they, exactly they the same. With pre- Sorry, what? And why? Then, yeah, why? As if we need that on top of I the know. rest of it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and then, naturally, over time, because I've got no teeth on the bottom here, I've chewed on the left-hand side of, of course, my mouth. they're shifting. So, one, they've shifted. Two, there's more muscular build-up. On the left hand side of my jaw, at the lower oh my side. Gosh. So like my right hand side. Stronger. Yeah. So my right hand side has got like nothing there now. Visually, for everybody listening, you can't tell. Right. Well, you say this, <laughs> right? So my younger sister's getting married in a couple of weeks. Okay. So my elder sister came over. Yeah. To just trial our makeup, and she said, "I'm just taking a quick photo, send it to Gab, and see if Gab likes it." Sound no problem. I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> Is that what my face looks like? Is this me? And I actually... I have that. I had that conversation with Steen. I was like, this isn't my face because as I look at this photograph, because I've got my nose pierced, I was like, my nose ring's on the wrong side. And he was like, Amber, your phone flips it. Flips it, yeah. So that you look like in the mirror to you, you don't look like. And I was like, fuck off. Oh, yeah. Do you what? know what? I've never realised that. <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 32 years of age and I've only Yeah, just because you feel like you always have a better side, but it's your better side in the mirror. In not, the mirror. Oh, not in real life. Oh, God, I need to start sitting on the other side of people. <laughs> but, literally, it's just like, it's just what I look like. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, is my face this is wonky? Is this me? <laughs> and he was like, no, your face isn't. And I was like, no, it why are you like lying me. to me? Because you've just said that that's what I look like. But promise you to the eye, that's something that you notice that other people do. Oh, well, that's it. I'm absolutely, I, I, I'm getting dental implants. <laughs> the lot. I'm literally like, I'm, you know, like, no, I'm not paranoid about it, but I feel like... You're conscious of it. Yeah, and I'm on screen all the time. Yeah. All of my lectures that I deliver get recorded. So people can watch it back and on the recording, mm-hmm. when I'm looking at the camera, I look like me. <laughs> on the... When I'm the playbacks. Yeah, on the playbacks, I look like that wonky Picasso picture. <laughs> you know, where like the, the nose is like skewing and, yeah. and I was just like... But I'm you just... Do, I promise, yeah. But you yeah. know what's... Get, like actually relating that to being a mum I'm totally the same with my scarring so yeah. like photos of me I feel like the ones I take oh fantastic love yeah. that I don't I've me and Carl have deleted social media yeah he's got his own reasons I spend my whole life on it because obviously that's what oh, the work. business is yeah. so I've come off it but Instagrammable if I take it great can yeah. put that on Instagram photos that people take of me I'm like, no, who is that person? And I'm so conscious of my skin on it and the scarring and things like that. So then I moan that I've got no photos with the kids. Yeah. But I've got no photos with the kids because I hate every photo that anybody takes of me. And I think that's one thing I am really trying to work on because, God, of course, I want to look back at... And I want my kids to look back and go, oh, look at me and mum then. And 
that's what mum looked like when she was 25 and yeah. that's what mum looked like when she was 30 and this is us on Christmas day and da, 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 da. Yeah. like I look back I love looking at photos of me when I was a child with my mum and dad all my boys photos will be with their dad same I am well, like the snapshot I, still overweight. <laughs> Bella. I, just I think every mum is probably like that aren't yeah. they we are the, the people behind the camera yeah. with snapshot and but it's probably us and I'm not taking this away from dads but we have those cute moments with our kids tenfold where if only someone was behind the scenes snapshotting that and capturing those loving little cuddles and the yeah. laughs and the fun that we all have yeah. But we don't because we probably don't say to people, could you just get a photo of that? Yeah. And dads don't think, I'll snapshot that. They don't have that. But then when Carl does, I go, delete that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you can't, we can't win, can they? We cannot no, win. And that is something, like, yeah. aside from just feeling good, I want my kids to yeah. to bloody know what I look like now when I'm in my prime. <laughs> spending all yeah. their money on my house yeah exactly yeah. no one's gonna know yeah. so i've got nothing to document it yeah. horrible isn't it it really so is such a strange but i think thing. we're all in it together yeah. and i think that is the biggest takeaway from yeah. every episode that i've listened to yeah. like everybody's individual struggles from like fertility struggles to routine to parenting struggles to relationship struggles that come with being a mom to yeah identity crisis who are we what are we how are we going to get it back every single person you're talking to goes totally get it and you almost just go it's that community feel again like we started off we've come full circle that kind of like feeling of no I'm not alone in this and it's gonna be okay (laughs) and I'm not the only person sitting here having a breakdown because my leggings don't look right or because I've just kicked off at my partner because he's got a better social life than me or I've cried because I wanted to be this gentle parent and I'm not. You know, we've all done it. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. literally that. To this Fucking point, hell. Then, you know the worst part is now? The worst part is now that my two-year-old can turn around and say to me, don't shout at me, mum. <gasps> no. Mummy, why are you shouting? Why yeah. are you shouting why at me? Well, I've, I, well, my son... The, this 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 one that I'm telling you about yeah. the very articulate one yeah, yeah. is now um, taken a life get on like a household oh god fire. they would they would be an absolute yeah. it'd be like dynamite in yeah. the room. I feel quite concerned <laughs> for our welfare but the nursery yeah. um, teacher informed me the other day that she asked Loren to do something and he said well this is how he said it again well you can't say that to me because my daddy's going to shout at you. And she just said, oh, is he? And he said, yeah, my daddy will douche you. And that means douche <laughs> like Spider-Man and Batman and these the superheroes that we're into. So I had to say to Carla, I know you want to, like, I know you're going to be behind him in any trouble this young boy comes into in his life, but you really can't let him think that if people shout at him, you're going to come to his beck and call. <laughs> because that nursery teacher's just been told she's getting knocked out yeah. for asking Loren to put his coat on the bed. <laughs> and he said it to me. He said, Mummy, you can't say that to me. No, no, I can because I'm your mum yeah. and I will say that to you. I said to him the other day, um, what was it about his toys? It was about his trampoline. I said to him, if you carry on, I'm going to take your trampoline away. So it was something like that, a, a, an empty threat, being a gentle parent that I am. Yeah. And um, I said to him, listen, I'm going to take your trampoline away if you carry on. It, it doesn't happen. You know, nice boys 
that that you've got to be a nice boy mm. to have you to have your toes blah 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 and he said you can't say that to me because my daddy will shot and I said I'm gonna get your daddy on the phone now and your daddy's gonna tell me that that trampoline's going to a nice boy <laughs> and I thought no we've yeah. got to be we've got to be on this level yeah. parenting yeah. styles yeah. <laughs> honestly sometimes and Becca goes what? but mommy why why are you why are you why shouting, shouting at me? me? And I go, because I've asked you to do the same thing 17 times. And you're still looking at and me. And you've not listened. I go to so gentle parenting's gone you know out the window, Bella. Yeah. You know she said to me the other day, I go to her, where are your listening ears? And she goes, here. And I go, are they on? Yeah. I said to her the other day, where's your listening ears? They're here, mommy, but they're not on. <laughs> Turned out that I actually thought. Okay, then. Off. Well, right. you know what? Yeah. What can I say to that? I actually just went, literally said out loud, <laughs> picky balls. Yeah. yeah. This is it. I actually love your Instagram the toddler. toddler. I, I and I look at them and I think I've just been there. Yeah, yeah. That was me yesterday. And I do. I often look and I just think, right, is that battle worth fighting today, or should I just yeah, we just go along with that? Sometimes I go, should I publish this much information? About totally, because it makes us feel good. <laughs> it makes and then I go, me yeah, hundred. Like, listen. If I can take away anything from this therapy session, a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah. And you know, when you listen to people and you can sit and have that light bulb moment where you go, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. And sometimes you think to yourself, am I, I've probably said it loads of times, but am I being fickle or mm. am I being a bit kind of self, self-absorbent or, and when other people agree with you, you go, no, that's totally fine to mm. feel like that. And you can validate your own feelings via other people. Yeah. And your Instagram and your issues with Bella make me do that. So you carry on. Cat on the back. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm saying. You yeah. said before I'm I'm looking at you thinking Superwoman. I read them and think I stand in solidarity yeah. with you. You and you've helped probably so many people that you don't realise just by vocalising yeah. that. Yeah. Because I look at it and think, thank God it's yeah. not just me. Sometimes in Aldi I go. Give me strength. Like the other week, we said about getting our nails done. Oh, yeah. And she just kept saying, What's she doing? And it was the way she was saying it. I was like, Nobody in your life says she. She like that. I'm that way. What's she doing? And I was like, Oh, no. Shit. <laughs> and you just waiting, especially at their age. That, so, like, Lorenz just turned three, Bella's two. They're very inquisitive. Yeah. And you're just waiting for them to say that wrong. Yeah observant thing yeah. what what they can see is what they say yeah. but might not be politically correct I'm waiting for it yeah, I'm waiting uh... Lorraine actually said the other day there was a lady um, where were we? you've just reminded me Bella did do it did she? Yeah, in the on, nail place? no on um, the train shit what did she say? I don't know if I can say that <laughs> <laughs> I've just second guessed what oh. Lorraine said but he really didn't yeah. mean anything by yeah. it there was a lady in a wheelchair and he went wow look at her bike <laughs> <laughs> Although I love that, and I was yeah. just like, "Yeah, babe." I said Special that. Bike. I just said that. That's it. That lady's that's her wheelchair, and the lady she was brilliant. She yeah. was, like was showing him like yeah. how the wheels move, and she moves them, and and I thanked my lucky stars that she was receptive to that. Yeah. But he was absolutely fascinated. He was like, "Wow," <laughs> and I thought, "Shit." Yeah. Well, I, I'm not going to share on it. Okay. <laughs> I'm an open book, but I'll tell you that off. Okay, I'm ready for it. I just don't want to offend anybody. Well, this is it. They'll be and and they really well. They've got such naive minds that you know they're just asking 
Yeah. Because they've seen something that they yeah. might not have seen before. Yeah, yeah. Loren had never seen a, a wheelchair. And it was it was because it was moving. moving. So the you know, like the what are they the bars. The bars <laughs> were kind of probably making his eyes go like, wow, like yeah. this is this is really a fast yeah. bike. Yeah. So he just wanted to ask about totally understand it. And I was thinking, please, please don't ask for one or don't ask Father Christmas to make you yeah. one or the, yeah. because that's his thing at the moment. And I was just sat thinking, how can I get out of this situation quickly? But luckily, the, the lady was fantastic. That's a bonus. A bonus. A bonus. I'm sure we'll probably have yeah. plenty more of them to come. Yeah. I might share Bella's story on yeah, I think you should. one time when it can disappear after 20. I think you should. I think because yeah. we've probably all been there. Yeah. Or we're all going to be there. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> um, closing traditions. Yes. They've got two. Okay. Uh, I probably should have told you this before we started, but I'm you excited. Know. No, you've you've figured out what yeah. I've got a lot to say. Lots of info. I think we've been on are we three hours? So uh, <laughs> no, only one thirty five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I told you it'd be under two. You've done well. Yeah. <laughs> um, so first one. Yeah. What is one thing you wish you knew about parenting before you became a parent? Wow. Hmm. I wish that I wish I knew that every phase is going to come with its own struggles and that it's not just about kind of those struggles that people talk about and vocalize so it's not just the newborn sleep I think before you're a mom you think oh once you've got over those night feeds and that disturbed sleep you can do it all every single phase comes with its own yeah. and I wish I knew that because I not that you could ever prepare yourself for it but just mentally kind of it can you can sort of mm, begin to recognize it totally and yeah. that you're not going nuts yeah so kind of like alongside that newborn phase which I'm in at the moment Xander's not actually too bad he only wakes up twice mm. but alongside that you've got your own struggles yeah. as a mom you've got postpartum you've got hormones you've got but then you've got your child's kind of struggles and their phases and their kind of milestones to go along with and I think I thought I was going to have it all together because I've got eight nephews I'm so involved in their lives and yeah their upbringing that I thought oh once you're through that little fussy bit it's kind of once they can speak it's going to be fine mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not no, <laughs> but it's, it's, really it's not. equally as brilliant every phase yes. you kind of have that it's really hard but it's absolutely amazing at the same time I just wish I knew that every phase has its own struggles I always say to see I always go this is so hard Mm. week two okay this is getting a bit easier week three okay I understand now we're over it I wish I could go back in time exactly every single month same something new comes along every time and and I you know we're sitting here with two toddlers so people who have got older children and probably our parents will say it doesn't bloody stop everyone says to me it just gets worse yeah gets like worse. even now with my mum like I'm a fully grown adult and I need my mum now more than I've ever needed her mm-hmm. and she's probably thinking Christ alive leave me a bloody alone <laughs> but I'm like mum what do you think about this and mm-hmm. Xander's doing this and you know his poo's green and blah, blah, blah. and but you, so she you know as a mum I'm hopefully gonna be that for your backbone for yeah. my children but God, it doesn't get any easier, does it? No. And that worry, you know, well, mum, I've had an argument with Carl and I'm so upset all my friends aren't or even speaking like to me. And, worrying and, uh, about, like, 
worrying about your children having children in、yeah. the midst of a pandemic, losing their job. Exactly.、Uh, and it's just never. And she、stop. just had to be that support. Yeah. And probably had her own panics、yeah. as well.、Yeah. Even like she obviously couldn't watch me and labour with Lorraine because it was COVID. But I texted her when I was in labour with Xander, so it was an hour and twenty five minute labour. It was like the fastest、Bliss. thing, incredible, most amazing experience of my life. Totally different to Lorraine's, which I probably needed my mum there for more, but、yeah. she couldn't be. I texted her just one word, come. Like and we'd not discussed it. We hadn't. I hadn't said to Carl that I wanted her to be there, but I just need. I just wanted her、mm. there, and she made it. But even watching your child give birth, horrific. What the hell? Horrific. Being a new mum or being being a new dad, it must be so hard. And I wish that came with a a caveat and a, a manual. Every phase. This is going to be the struggle. You're going to get through it. But a new a new struggle is going to pop up next month. Yeah, you, you literally just get over it. I remember saying, "Just got over it. Just settled myself again. We're back in the flow." Yeah, we've got it. We've、Bam. smashed it.、Something、you and Steve looking at each other like, "Hey, this,、yeah. should we have another one?" I know. Go, Great day today. Yeah. Off to one of Saturday, and we're still the rest of the day to go. <laughs> literally that. Doing well so far. Well, I'm in that、yeah. phase now. Zander's sleeping well. Lorraine's being brilliant and. We've had a great couple of weeks, and I said to Carl, "Would you have another?" Love, absolutely not. Xander's eight weeks old. Shut up. Yeah. And it was stem because I packed all of his newborn stuff up, and I was like, "Should I give this to the charity or should I vacuum pack it?" Carl was like, "Charity." I was like,、mm, "I don't want to. I don't want to give it away." You、yeah. know, you are not. And then he was like, "I can. He can only get in the loft. I can't get in、yeah. the loft. I'm not putting that in the loft. So you best get give it away." I don't want to give it away. He was like, "You, you are forgetting how hard this is." Yeah. So his new tagline is, "I remind you of this when I'm on that rig." Yeah. I remind you of that when you're texting me at five o'clock in the morning. Zander's still awake. <laughs> you won't want three kids then. I know. I don't, I'm one of four. I don't know how they did it. How did they do it? My dad's one of fourteen. Oh my Christ! Holy moly! Is your dad's mum here with us? No. I wish we could get her on the podcast. Do you know what though? How did you do it? She helped. So she helped my mum with birth, like not like as in like birth partner, but yeah, tips. Yeah, of course, this is how to do it. Yeah, and then my mum passed that on to me. Okay, I think that's why my birth was how it relatively was relatively straightforward. Love that. Yeah, and you know those words of wisdom.、Yeah. I feel like everything does come down to the the old school.、Yeah. It, it sticks around for a reason, and it's because、yeah. it works. Yeah, all of these new parenting techniques. I feel like we'll do an episode two about actual birth. Yes, and delivery. We'll yes, do, we'll do. Can we? Of course we can. Love that. Yeah. These people listening are going to be not here again. She doesn't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Stop it. No, Sorry. So number two. Yeah, number two. Sorry. Um, if you had to give one tip、mm-hmm. to either new parents, yes, or expecting parents, okay. What would it be? I think we've touched on it already. Yeah.、Um, but it would be to communicate and prioritize,、mm-hmm. and I would say that to new parents,、yeah. parents to be. Even that would just be my. I think that would be my take home from、yeah. this whole chat. It's my take home to myself, even、mm-hmm. though I've been the one saying it.、Mm-hmm. But. That communication, whether it be to yourself, whether it be to your kind of comforter, your mum, your partner, your safe, your, your safe person,、mm-hmm. like our kids have got safe people,、mm-hmm. have that communication level where you can admit, I'm not okay. 
these are the things that are going to make me feel okay mm-hmm. or I'm having a really shit day today the kids are driving me and saying I don't like being a mum today what's going to make me feel better it's going to be going to go and get my nails done or it's going to be going to go and have a coffee with my mum without the kids mm-hmm. I am so used to being robust and I can do it all yeah. I'm super mum I want to be the best mum in the world and I'd like to think that I'm the best version of me mm-hmm. that I can be I'm not the best mum in the world of course I'm not but I'm the best mum that I can be yeah. but I can't be that person if I don't let that guard drop sometimes and go it's fucking hard like do you know what you've literally I feel like you've come full circle because I also think it comes back to what you need to do for us to make us feel better but my mum said it over and over and over and she still says it now Amber happy mum happy baby one one million percent all she ever says if I could have that as my that like a mantra it is it's a mantra and and do you know what I think to be like cliche is is there a podcast called happy mum happy baby I think so yeah is it Giovanna Fletcher's correct I think she the fellow married to Tom from yeah from McFly so when I seen that I thought uh, how uh, yeah you know what I mean oh boy but what it it's what it means (laughs) to you and a happy mum to me is a is a mum who's confident who confident in herself as a individual confident as a as a mum in your parenting confident as a girlfriend confident in all of those things yeah. confident as a work person you've got your own yeah. life outside of being a mum however when i first heard that podcast i thought oh god that's just going to all be about like how to be a pet like go and sit with the trees and yeah. get one with nature I'm not, I'm not against that no, I absolutely no, love being I'd with lo- nature but I'd love to be that that yeah. mum but again that that is on my list of things to be it's just not at the top because it yeah it's, not, yeah, it's just not at the top that's just not like, me I like to go for a walk totally in nature it. but with nice nails <laughs> with nice nails with my new Uggs on yeah. and my nice long coat to the floor. Yeah. I want to look cool whilst I do it. And I want Loren... wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly that. Yeah. I want Loren to think I'm the fun mum, but I want to feel, yeah, I want to feel good. And I think, yeah, full circle, that would be my communicate to, to keep your mental well-being mm-hmm. at its highest yeah. in whatever that means for you. Because there'll be people listening that are totally different to me and will probably not be able to resonate with the things that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. But the same message still applies. Whatever makes you feel good, please make time to do that. Yeah. And it, you'll you'll reap the benefits of it. And it's, it is, it's so hard giving yourself that time because as mums, we are built to be selfless. Yeah. And it's okay to be selfish. It is. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> thank you. No, from the bottom of my you. heart, for such a wonderful. I feel chat. going like I'm going home without the weight of the world on my shoulders. I feel lighter. Yeah. I feel happy. Honestly, and I, I, think people, I think people think I'm being insincere when I say this. This for me, and doing this podcast, 100%. is the best thing I've ever done for me. One million in percent. my life, and you will see so many different characters and probably resonate with something that every mm. single one of those people say probably not everything yeah but there'll be something that but you that's will... why when i say to people do you want to come on because i promise you it's, it's not as bad as you think no it's and not you can really enjoy it i have enjoyed I it absolutely so and i can't wait i think i was apprehensive thinking what if what if i talk about what if i talk because i feel like i 
I should, not yeah. because it's coming from like within. Yeah. If you know so what I mean. It's not a natural reply. Not a natural reply. I haven't even had a chance to think about my response. Yeah. It's just come so naturally. And it's because it's stuff that I don't talk about often. Yeah. So it's been sat there, not even just for two months with a newborn, but for three years with yeah, the toddler, yeah. probably like bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. I speak to my mum a lot, but there's a lot that you don't want to offload onto the people close to you. Yeah. To be able to talk to you and to all of these people who don't know me, I know I'm putting it all into the big wide world, but it's... It's empowering. Empowering beyond yeah. belief. Yeah. And I feel like no matter what tonight brings at me, come at me, Xander. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> yeah. And Loren's going to be telling me off for shouting at him, but yeah. I can deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you. You're thank doing an amazing you. job. Thank you very much. Amazing. Amazing.